People who make fun of soccer often complain about the diving and the writhing. I know I'm not crazy about it, but it's part of soccer's culture. You don't like that. Just like I don't like every play in football that produces even minor success, resulting in an episode of Dancing with the Stars. Maybe you don't like Ronaldo rolling around on the ground. I don't like Juju Smith-Schuster playing hide-and-seek. I don't like Antonio Brown acting like he cured cancer after he gets the first down. In baseball, I hate the unwritten rules. But every game has its quirks, and you got to live with them. So, I don't like diving and writhing. But if you don't like soccer because of the diving and writhing, I don't like you. And guess what? You just made the list. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Call 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. Matt Mertz Plumbing, count on a name you can trust. Soccer players do that, the diving and the writhing, to try to gain an advantage. So at least it's useful. But in football, the dancing and the hide-and-seek stuff, to me, it's silly and childish. And when Juju talks about leading the league in celebrations, he said that recently. We're going to lead the league in celebrations. It made me just want to, well, lie on the ground and ride, I guess. Or maybe vomit. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, last night, Stephen Brault sang the national anthem for the Pirates, the pitcher, before the game. Did a good job. I wonder if they paid him for it. Do they pay the national anthem singer? Or is that like part of their, uh, a chance for the singer to promote his or her career? We should get, if Jimerson's out there, Jimerson, call. I want to see if you get paid for singing the National Anthem at the Penguin game. Jimerson has his own gig. He has that Motorhead tribute band. It's very good. I've seen him many times. It's weird though, because Jimerson, he dresses like Lemmy and, you know, pastes on like those pork chop sideburns. He doesn't play bass, though. Somebody else plays bass. Like, Jimerson's Motorhead tribute band's a four-piece. It sounds good. He sounds just like Lemmy. You'd never know he has a different voice he uses for the national anthem. But I wonder if the anthem singers get paid. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, we've been talking all day about Phil Kessel because I've just decided that it's time to stop holding his hand he got 92 points last year, a career high. Uh, before he came to Pittsburgh, he was the fat guy who ate donuts, and now he's a two-time Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, he helped Pittsburgh, but certainly Pittsburgh helped him. And uh, making the water smoother would not be the worst way to show gratitude. He doesn't like Sullivan, but he won't like any coach he plays for, never has, never will, doesn't matter who it is or where. He just needs to wise up, grow up, not require his hand held, Work hard, play, and do what he's been doing. Because mark my words, the time will come when no matter how good he's playing, they'll be tired of it here. A guy like him with that talent, that production, he's been traded twice already. Played for three teams already. Got traded twice before he was 28. That doesn't happen to great players. You know why it happened to him? Because he's a pain in the ass. That's why. 
if you're Sullivan, it's got to suck having to put out fires involving Kessel all the time. Phil's got blemishes, and after a while, just not worth the trouble. We're also talking about uh, the Pirate lineup for tonight. It stinks. Freeze, Osuna, and Sean Rodriguez in the lineup against Milwaukee, the first place team, as the Pirates try to win uh, the series and get some momentum and uh, who knows what the hell they're trying to do. Trying to make money. But with the crowds they're drawing, well, thank God for the tech money, for the TV money, and for the revenue sharing. And like I said, if you're just tuning in, you'll like this. The Pirates sent a letter to the state of Pennsylvania asking that revenue produced by legalized sports gambling in Pittsburgh be used to maintain and upkeep PNC Park. The Pirates say in the letter that we will be providing uh, basically games to be bet on. So we deserve something. Yeah, people bet against you all the time. Why not put a team together that people will bet on? Then uh, you still don't deserve any money. I mean, how much nut? That's worth nutting. Like, again, what a jag off. What a jerk the hillbilly prince is. He gets handed money for nothing all the time. All the time, this four-eyed, entitled, hick-looking hillbilly gets money handed to him for no reason all the time. That revenue sharing, he didn't earn that. That TV money, nobody turns on the TV to see the pirates. That tech money, he didn't earn that. And now he wants this gambling money, which he hasn't earned. He just has his hand out all the time. He's the richest welfare recipient in West Virginia. Okay, maybe not. I know how things work down there. Let's go to Sean in North Hill. Sean, you're on the Mark Madden Show. What up, man? What up, man? Brault told the DVE crew this morning, no, he didn't get paid by that cheap jag-off nutting. Well, no, but he's under contract. Maybe that was perceived as part of his duties. I just wonder if the anthem singer in general at Pirate Games gets paid, or at Penguin Games, or at Steeler Games. He actually told him some of them do, some of them don't. It depends on who you are. Like, Jimerson does the Penguin game like 35 times a year. I would imagine he gets paid, right? I hope he does. Have you ever seen the Motorhead Tribute Band? I'm going to now. Aces high. Love it. You know what, though? Jimerson's an egomaniac. Did you ever meet the guy? I haven't, no. Absolute egomaniac. It's called Aces High featuring Jeff Jimerson. I love it. That's a, that's a little much, isn't it? Maybe. But boy, wait wait till you see them do Bomber. It's unbelievable. It, it's tough to imitate the motorhead riffs. They're so fast. It's like trying to trying to do the guitar with your mouth. Pretty hard. Let's go to uh, Josh and Beaver. Josh, you're on with Double M. Yeah, what up, man? What up? Hey, I just wanted to chime in on uh, Bob Nutting and the Pirates asking the state for that gambling revenue and whatnot. Um, first of all, I, I, I don't live in Pittsburgh myself. I live in Beaver County, but uh, I don't pay taxes in, in Pittsburgh. And from my understanding is, don't don't our taxes in Pittsburgh go towards the upkeep of the park and uh, also Heinz Field? And- I, I, think, I think so, but he wants more. Well, he's also one of the richest donors in baseball, am I correct? That's what I hear, ninth or tenth last look. Oh man, that's that's he should be the laughing stock of the MLB in my opinion. No, no, they probably admire him. He gets all kinds of money for nothing. I don't know about chicks I for would free. Get money for nothing. That'd be awesome. Well, 
that that little oh I almost said the, the wrong verse. That little in the earring and the makeup. Yeah, buddy. That's his own hair. Can you believe that word got an MTV back when? Wow. Bad word. Bad word. Nobody should use it. Aren't the Mexican football fans, the soccer fans, don't they chant the Mexican word? The, the gay slur? The, the Mexican word. The, the Spanish word, it's a gay slur every time the goalie takes a free kick. And I guess the Mexican Federation gets fined every time they do. Let's go to Gary in Mount Washington. Gary, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, I wanted to chime in about Bob Nutting and his wallet. I was up at Seven Springs. Yeah, time. nobody cares about your skiing trip. Let's go to Ronnie and Fox Chapel. Ronnie, you're on with Double M. Thanks for having me on. Um, I was just adding to the comments you were making about things you hate about soccer. and I love soccer, but... No, I, I don't hate anything about soccer. I, I mean, I would prefer thing... they didn't dive and writhe, right. but, but, but I'm just it's part of the game's culture. Right, I'm the same way. But the one thing I hate about soccer is it seems to be moving in a direction where the more money the team has, the more successful they are. And it's kind of becoming... You, you, know, you really think it's moving, moving in that direction? It's been like that for decades, brah. Well, I mean, teams like Chelsea used to not be able to compete with teams like... Yeah, Arsenal I'm, a, I'm aware of the history of Chelsea under Russian oil oligarch Roman Abramovich. Tell me something right. that, that we don't all know. Right, but it's a little bit different than sports in the United States where teams with a bankroll don't do it. It's not as reliant on the bankroll as it is. Yes, it uh, is. Yes, it is. Well, in baseball, it is. NFL, but it, Sure, in baseball. But if you look at the yeah, NFL, but, but hockey, the basketball, NFL. and football have caps. Right, and do you think that, the, that soccer would benefit from something like that, at least on a domestic standpoint? They're never going to do it. They're just, you see, the reason they won't do it is, let's say England would use a salary cap, but Germany and Spain wouldn't. Those teams yeah. play in the Champions League, right? right. So the teams in the, the teams that played in a league without a cap would have a huge advantage in the Champions League. But don't you think that would make it more competitive across the leagues that have? I try not to think about it. Well, they're not going to do it. I try not to ever think about stuff that just isn't going to happen. That's why I never yeah. talk about a salary cap for baseball. I just yeah. know it isn't going to happen. Makes sense. If if they if they try to put, if the owners ever try to put a cap in for baseball. There would be a work stoppage that would last years. The players would sit out not a year, but years. And then replacement players, which I always wanted to see. Let's go to Scone in Park Place. Scone, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. How you doing, buddy? Good, buddy. All right. You know, I was just like wondering, like, over the years, uh, do you remember, like, uh, Bob Prince doing uh, play-by-play doing hockey years ago they got it now we got it yes i do um, do you remember bob prince i mean it was it was kind of job you know the reason why i call okay so you're calling is, to complain that bob prince shouldn't have done hockey in the 70s no i'm not complaining about it. i'm just saying it was like kind of they were kind of ridiculing the guy because where are you calling from like 1940 I mean, what would make you think that we'd want to talk about Bob Prince doing hockey on this show? Do you have anything more current to bring up? Anything more current? Wait a second. Isn't it a talk show? Or are you just No, 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 no. It's the, the Mark Madden show. That's okay. a big difference. It's not, okay. well, it's anyway. not, it's not, where are you from? Hey, uh, Mark. Where are you from? Would you, uh. Where are you from? Uh, it's called Park Place. Where are you from? Park Place. Where's that at? Right next to, God, I can't think of any other Monopoly. Go ahead, talk. Yeah, exactly. Right by boardwalk. Anyways, Mark. Uh, <laughs> would, you, uh, would, you, uh, <laughs> would you ever? 
Uh, would you ever consider like doing uh, hockey yourself, like play by play? I mean, not color. Only if I could do it with Bob Pritch. Is he available? Oh, uh, you're a terrible person. But anyways, I love you. Anyway. Why am I a terrible person? I knew the no, gunner. I mean, oh, I know. I mean, I'm just being sarcastic. Hard to believe if you could possibly be. Yeah, this is great sports talk. No, I'm telling you what, though, man. It was like, you know, I'm just thinking in the long run, can you do like in your heart? Can That's you what they said about the Eagles. Color? Can you, yeah. Can you, can you uh, do like uh, color on, um, you know, in hockey? I mean, unless of course I could. Of course yeah. I could. I bet you. You know what? I would love to have you on there, man. I'm going to do play by play right now. They got it. Now we got it. Now they got it. Now we got it. Yikes. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I'm at the point where I can't wait for Steeler camp. I talked earlier. You watch. Ben's going to have a great season. You know what's going to be the most frustrating part about the Steelers in 2018? Ben's going to have an unbelievable year. Brown's going to have an unbelievable year. The offense is going to have an unbelievable year. And I bet they don't even make the conference championship game. Just like last year, they'll go out to somebody they shouldn't because the defense is going to let up a lot of points. And yeah, I know, pick six, the offense handed over, blah, blah, blah. The offense did give that game away. The offense almost took it back. The defense did nothing to help. Can't win with this defense. And I don't think you can win with Bell and Braun either. But I bet Ben has just an unbelievable season. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9. Jim Rutherford's already in Dallas, the Penguins general manager. The draft starts Friday. People are expecting a big trade by the Penguins at the draft. Uh, Jason Mackey of the post is reporting the Penguins are already eyeing up some signings when free agency starts July 1st. Mackey reporting that the Penguins will be interested in talking to Jack Johnson the Columbus defenseman who kind of fell out of favor this year with the Blue Jackets, uh, was a healthy scratch through the playoffs, had perhaps his worst year as a pro, 31 years old, made four-point-something million dollars last year, good friend of Sidney Crosby's. You'd think his price would be low coming off a bad year, being a healthy scratch in the playoffs. Would be a good bottom pair defenseman. I don't think any higher than that. I think projecting of his better would be a mistake. But Bob McKenzie of TSN in Canada says that Johnson's looking for $6 million. A, I don't think he'll get it. And B, if he really is, then he should look elsewhere. But if the price is right, that wouldn't be a bad guy to get. What I would hate to see them do. I have said they might trade Mata. That they might put Mata's name out there. Because to get, you got to get and I could see them getting Johnson and talking themselves into thinking he's better than a bottom pair. They already think Alexiak's better than a bottom pair. What they should do if they get Johnson is uh, keep Dumoulin with Tanger, put Mata with Schultz, and use Alexiak and Johnson as the bottom pair. Then you're all set. Then Rue Weedle's the seven, which he probably never should have not been, as much as I like the Cole trade at the time. But so Jack Johnson's the guy they're looking at. Who knows what's going to happen between now and the end of the weekend in Dallas. Uh, uh, let me let me throw some names out there, and you tell me who you'd most like to see them trade, but more important, who would bring the best return? 
Sherry's definitely out there. Simone's out there. Rust is out there. I would think Broussard's out there. Mata might be out there. And if Broussard's not out there, maybe Shane's out there. Although I, I doubt it. And he's a restricted free agent anyway, as is Rust. They like Shane. They think Shane's better than Broussard. Well, Sully does. He's wrong, but that's what he thinks. There's some things that you don't have to handle like you know better and everybody else doesn't. Sometimes the majority's right, as with Broussard should be playing on third line, Shea and fourth. As in, Kessel should have been playing with Malkin last year and not playing with Shane or Broussard on the third line. But getting back to the trade possibilities, the more I think about it and the more I talk to people about it, I think that Broussard might be a guy they recycle. They brought him in for a short stretch. It didn't work well. It didn't bode well moving forward. They do love Shane, although I don't think he's a third-line center. And if Shane's the third-line center, you can't play Kessel with him. I know Kessel needs to stop complaining, but sometimes he's right, and he should play with Malkin. Then again, maybe Malkin doesn't want that. I mean, how many times do I have to imply that I've heard Malkin doesn't want to play with Phil? Because I certainly have. Well, doesn't want to play with Phil's probably a strong way of putting it. I've heard there are things Phil does the way he plays that Malkin does not like. Again, Phil's quirky in every way a hockey player can be quirky. But boy, he can shoot, he can pass, and he can sure run the power play. That was his biggest value this past year, uh, running the power play from that left half wall. So I think that Broussard might be the guy you trade because you could get something for him. Broussard needs to be a top six somewhere. He was clearly not comfortable being a third-line center here. As I said earlier, the best third-line centers are actual third-line centers. Just like Benino, water finds its own level. He went to Nashville, was a number two for a couple months. They made him a third-line center again when they brought in Turris. And the reason they brought in Turris was because Benino's a third-line center, not a second. The way Benino played on that HBK line in 16 was a fluke. The way that whole line played was a fluke. That balance created by that line. You're not going to duplicate that. You can't manufacture that. It was a fluke. So uh, even though I think Phil needs to stop complaining, I think it is logical that he plays on Malkin's line, certainly given the personnel the Penguins currently have. Now, I issued a challenge before. The, the Phil supporters, the Phil Stooges, the Phil sycophants aren't calling. But I, but I, I issue again my list of Phil's problems, his his faults, his flaws, his things that are tough to deal with. Uh, he's always unhappy, complains all the time. Doesn't practice hard, doesn't work hard off the ice. Is always going to dislike the coach no matter who it is, no matter where it is. Phil doesn't hit, Phil doesn't block shots, and Phil wants to dictate his own destiny, as in wants to play with Geno. Okay, so you tell me what I said that's not true. And Phil got 92 points, that's great. That doesn't mean the negatives aren't negatives. It doesn't mean that being a pain in the ass is justified. You people like him. He's a cartoon character. His teammates like him. They think he's a cartoon character too. But coaching him, you wouldn't want to do it. And uh, he has to fly a little straighter. He has to be a little more coachable. He has to be less of a pain in the ass. And if you don't think that's a reasonable approach for Penguins management to take, you're wrong. Like I've been saying all day, before Phil got to Pittsburgh, 
People thought of him as just some fat dope who ate hot dogs. He was a cartoon character, a caricature of a hockey player. He came to Pittsburgh. He played great. They won. They gave him the platform upon which to excel. He made the most of it. But Pittsburgh made Phil more than Phil made Pittsburgh. Uh, the Penguins will open their season Thursday, October 4th at home against Washington. I just didn't want to open that Washington and raise that effing banner. They earned it. There's some things I just didn't want to see, and that was definitely it. And the Penguins will get the Capitals in the second game of a home-and-home. Home. They'll be at home to raise the banner the night before against Boston, then come to Pittsburgh the next night. So while I'm not really counting points here in June, hopefully the Penguins can make the most of that. Let's go to Mike and Green Tree. Mike, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Terrific, Mike. Uh, quick question for you. What's more important for the Penguins at this point? Is it getting the best player or getting the best player for their system? Well, I don't know about uh, the best player for their system. Uh, I think once you get below the, 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 the top six, you look for good fits. And I don't think Broussard's a good fit. Yeah, I guess that's my point, too, is maybe Sullivan likes Shane more because uh, because he fits better in their system than Broussard did. Don't overrate system. You're a good hockey player or you're not. Okay, that's fair. Thanks for the call. And, and, and Broussard's a better hockey player than Shane. Not even not even close. Thank oh, yeah, no call. disagreement there. Well, I wouldn't expect any disagreement with the super genius. Let's go to Virgil in the Hill District. Virgil, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man? I hear all the positive and negatives, and and the couple years Phil's been here, it, it has been fun to watch the cartoon character that he is. Um, but is there a better time to get rid of him than now? I well, mean, you, no. Point- you see, I'm going to say what I said to a caller earlier. You said the same thing. His trade value is probably at his highest now. But do you want to win another Stanley Cup? I I want to win another Stanley Cup. Well, the best the chance they have of winning the Stanley Cup is if they keep Phil Kessel. So on the flip side. The Hagelin deal to try to get that third pairing defenseman is that is him and Sheary kind of the two elephants in the room. You see, I've heard it. I've heard it said that Hagelin is on the block, but I can't believe anybody would want to take on Hagelin with that deal. And, and also, I always keep coming back to Hagelin being a great penalty killer, and he sets the pace for the Penguins on the forecheck. If you want the Penguins to be the fastest team in hockey, which they were in sixteen and seventeen, I'm not. Real sure they were this year. But if your goal is to base your team on speed, you need a pace car. And Hagelin's their pace car. And my last question, I assume all the RFAs are going to be re-signed or something's going to happen. What do you think Rust is going to get? I don't know. Uh, $3 million maybe? What would you give him? Yeah, that's that, that was about the threshold for where I put Put it this way. Goal. Sherry's getting $3 million, right? Yep. Then if I'm Rust, I want $3 million. Exactly. Yep. Thank you for the call. Let's get more calls like that. That was a good call. And today's a good show. I sucked out loud yesterday, but today I'm just marvelous. Just delightful, yes. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. It's the Mark Madden Show here on 105.9 The X. Double M on the X. Penguins open on Thursday, the 4th, October 4th, at home against Washington. 
but at least they don't have to go to Washington and see the banner raised. That happens the night before when the Capitals host Boston. Uh, Jason Mackey of the Post-Gazette says the Penguins are going to look at Jack Johnson in free agency, uh, which begins on July 1st. Johnson has played for several years with the Columbus Blue Jackets, had a bad year this past year. If he comes cheap, that would be okay. If he's bottom pair, that would be okay. Anything above cheap and bottom pair, I am not for. Uh, we've been talking about Phil Kessel. He's a pain in the ass. Has he gone past the point of, I don't want to say tolerable, but you know it can't be always something indefinitely. When a guy's quirky for a year, okay. Quirky two years, okay, as long as you win two Stanley Cups. Quirky a third year, he got 92 points. That's pretty good. But at some point, quirky just makes you a pain in the ass. And uh, anybody who thinks Sullivan is wrong to not like coaching Phil Kessel just doesn't get it because he's right and he's tolerated it and he should and he'll keep having to, but he still has every right to be pissed. Let's go to Nick in Peters Township. Nick, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man? Hey, so Mark, you made some pretty good points about uh, Phil Kessel being a pain, but he, he does have a lot of upside to him. Do you think if if someone like uh, Mario came down from from top and well, you said, see that you know, that's the worst thing because like I've been trying to stress all day, Nick. Don't you think his hand's been held long enough? He's thirty years old. Just be a man. Show up at work and don't whine. Play with who you're told to play with. Make your opinion felt. It's not a, a dictatorship, actually. It, it kind of is, but it's a friendly dictatorship, or at least it should be. But, I mean, just play. Why can't he just play? Why does Mario Lemieux have to coddle him at age 30? He shouldn't have to coddle him. You're 100% right there. But I, I think if they want to see some change or want to see some improvement, there's not too many people out there that are influential as, as Mario Lemieux. And uh, I think if he were to sit I'm not saying that he should, but if you were to sit down and have that conversation with Why him, does Mario Lemieux have to come down and talk to him and not talk to anybody else? Because it's his team. Okay, and the other guys play from too. Right, you're, you're 100% right there. I'm not saying that he, he should have to. i got a better idea. How about Mario Lemieux stays in the owner's box and Phil Kessel grows up? <laughs> that's, that's one way to put it. No, that's the right way to put it. I mean, seriously, I'm, I'm sick of the Phil Stooges out there. Acting like this guy needs to have everything his way, just perfect, and his hand held. The time for that's come and gone. Time to grow up. But unfortunately, that's not the circumstance at hand, you know. Because oh, actually it is, because he's under contract through, I believe, 2022. So if right. he, I'm at the point now where after three years of him being a baby, and after three years of him being pulled out of his bad image problems by winning here in Pittsburgh. Like I said, before the Penguins got Phil, he was the fat guy who ate hot dogs, right or wrong? Right, and he still is. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Actually, that was all a myth. That was all a myth, but it's something that the Penguins helped him ditch. Just time to play hockey. That's all. Just don't complain. Do your job. Does Mario have to come down and talk to Gino, Gensel, Murray? No, no, and no. Thank you for your call. Let's go to Layers in the Hill District. Is that your name, Layers? Yes. How you doing, Mr. Madden? Good, Layers. How are you? Great. Phil Kessel is your daddy. Okay, what's that mean? It means he's your daddy. How could you call anyone fat and eat hot dogs in your three No, no, that's the perception of him. Who's your daddy? Do you even know him? Do 
you even know, Mo, it's me. Ask your mom. Ask your sister. Ask your aunt. Ask your daughter. Ask anybody up there. Dude, you're, you're not even loser. funny. You called up to try to be funny? You're a loser. You cracked the fat joke. Oh, loser fat. Way to go. You did great. I could make a really bad joke right now, but I'm not going to. Grant on Route 79. Grant, you're on with Mark. Yeah, Mark. Speaking of players, I'd like to see the Penguins uh, acquire or at least try and look into. Uh, I, I would really like to see them look into like a Michael Grabner. Um, I believe he's a, he's a UFA this year. Um, he is a UFA, that, but they can't afford him. Now, in a perfect world, you know what would have been great? What's that? If Hagelin's contract would have run out now. Yes. And they could have used the Hagelin money to sign Grabner, and then Grabner becomes the pace car. Well, what if, what if uh, a Shiri would go out or someone of that in that range, and then you could bring a Grabner in? You'd repeat that. I, I think I think they need a defenseman more, don't you? Yeah, a three or four, you think? Or bottom pair, bottom pair. They got enough top Five. fours. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that would be the first. But, I mean, like you were saying, in 2016 and 17, we were the fastest team in the NHL. And last year, that's in question. And, you know, you bring in, like, a Grabner or someone else with a lot of speed, and you, you might take, you know, you might bring back that 2016-2017. Well, the Penguins, the Penguins weren't the fastest team in the league this past year. I think Jersey was actually faster. But the Penguins are still very fast. The only problem was the Penguins weren't as fast as they were in 16 and 17, and as such, the speed advantage over the Capitals wasn't as telling as it was in those two years. Correct, right. So, but maybe after having had a relatively short playoff, shake off a little of that fatigue. Uh, I'm optimistic. I can tell you that. Let's go to Jason in the car. Jason, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. Uh, I was curious what you thought. I've, I've seen a few people write about Tristan Jari possibly being a trade target. Um, he seems like someone you that might have some value that doesn't make the team work. Why would he have some value? Um, I mean, I think a lot of people outside of the Penguins probably see him as a potential starter. I don't think anybody outside the Penguins sees him as a potential starter. I think they really? might see him as a starter in training, developmentally, a potential starter down the road. But let's not forget, he was only a second-round pick. He was 44th overall in 2013. That's five years ago, and he's still not a regular in the league. No, that's a fair point. I guess I, just, you know, you look, you want to look for a trade that doesn't make you worse now, and trying to get that bottom pair defenseman. Now, I wouldn't want to give up a guy like Mata. He's, he's probably the second or third best defenseman on the team. Um, and that doesn't make your defense better if you trade him, who would obviously have value. You see, I'm a Jari fan, but if you look at what Jari's done in the Penguin system, and you're a scout or a GM for another team, how much value would he have to you? He's probably a guy you project that could be a starter, but not a guy on a contending See, but, but you're, you're just wrong. I mean, uh, you're not looking at it realistically. You're looking at it from the Penguin's viewpoint as a Penguin fan, what you hope his value would be. If I'm a GM or a scout for another team, I'm thinking, you know what? Pittsburgh's not crazy about this guy. Why should I be? That's, that's probably fair. I, I guess, you know, you got to give up something to get something. And what do you give up that doesn't make you worse in the short term, you know, when you're trying to win a cup next year? Yeah, you're just not hearing what I'm saying. He's not going to bring back return is the point. Oh, no, I, I totally get that. That's I guess I was just saying, outside of him, who who do you see that you give up and you can get something back? Because obviously it's an exchange. You know, we have. This I think I, the more I've thought about it, the mo most likely guy to get traded is Broussard. Yeah, 
I think he's the one who's most marketable outside of, of the Penguins. I mean, Russ has some He's appeal. the most marketable of the guys that'd be willing to trade. Unless they're unless they're willing to trade Mata, which I'm not dismissing, I I doubt it. But part of me says that if the right offer came along, Jim would move him. I, I don't think he should because of his youth, how great all he played this past year. But I think I don't think Mata moving's out of the question. I think Broussard is most likely. This this guy Alan Saunders, I don't even know who he writes for. Writes for one of those pretend websites. He tweets, Sean Rodriguez has a 166 WRC+, plus, whatever that means, and has been the Pirates' third best hitter against lefties in this season, but I'm sure people will still be mad that he's playing. Well, no more mad than you probably are for working for one of those pretend websites, so ain't we both content? I can't imagine somebody inventing a reason for Sean Rodriguez to play, but again, the people who work for the pretend, you know, who pretend to cover sports, they're going to come up with pretend interesting things. Let's go to Chris in Wilkinsburg. Chris, you're on with Double M. Chris, you're on the air. Go to Kevin in the car. Kevin. Mark, uh, I just wanted to say about your comment, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster's tweet earlier about most celebrations this year. Hey, if they are getting that many touchdowns that we have the most celebrations, I'm not going to be vomiting. I'm not going to be on the floor. I'm going to be pretty happy. Yeah, you got a second-year guy in the league, barely been in the league, and he's in front of every camera, in front of every microphone. He's trying to get every endorsement deal. He's just everywhere in social media. And he's talking about the amount of celebrations. Does that strike you as a guy who's properly focused? Uh, he's just young and having fun. Um, no, I don't you're, think you're, that. you're right. You're right. And, boy, haven't we had a lot of fun in Pittsburgh not having won a Super Bowl in how long? Absolutely. No, you're right. You're right. You know, like and like I said, you don't win with guys like him. You don't win with guys like Brian. You don't win with guys like Bell. They're more concerned with themselves and theirs instead of the Super Bowl and ours. You know what, though? I do like Juju. I, I've watched him some on YouTube, and he puts a lot of his uh, workouts on online and whatnot. Um, he, he does. Why do his work workouts need to be online? Why do his workouts need to be online? They don't have to be, but why? why and, and, and like, okay, how long are the workouts that are online? How long are the tapes? He doesn't do the entire workout. He does clips of it. So how do you know he works out a lot? How do you know he doesn't work out for 90 seconds to make a tape and then goes and smokes dope? Your phone stinks by. Well, now it's time to ask Mark anything. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Ask me anything you want about anything you want. It's Ask Mark Anything by dialing 412 333-WXDX. It's time to Ask Mark Anything. It's brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood and chapa, so be sure to check out Chapino located in the Strip. Let's go to Jake in Green Tree. Jake, Ask Mark Anything. Hey, Mark. What's up? What up? Hey, does uh, does diving in soccer bother you? I'm not crazy about it. I talked about that at uh, the top of the hour, but it's okay, part of the culture I, I of the game. In a little bit ago. What's that? Oh, I just I just I just tuned in a few minutes ago. It just I feel like the, a PK in soccer, it's just different. It's like in basketball, you see guys take dives, but it's like the scoring is so much more prevalent in like a sport. Well, like guys basketball. dive all over the field. I know it's just, they don't, don't just dive for PKs, team. but I mean it's not going to change. Let me ask you a question: You an NFL fan? Yeah. Does all the dancing after every play that gains three yards bother you? It bothers me. Yeah, but that doesn't affect the game, in my opinion. But I don't like it. 
I agree, but it's not a guy doing a celebration. But I don't like it. You know why I've learned to accept it? Because it's part of the culture of the game. I, I don't know, just something about the diving. I just I feel like that it just affects the game and the Yeah, the so you keep saying and you're allowed to not like it, but it's not gonna change, so what's the point? I guess I don't have one. That's why like no no, I, I don't have one either when I bitch about the, the dancing, the bojangling in football. But they're gonna they're gonna do it whether I like it or not, right? Right, like did you see the guy from Portugal today fall and, down? And for quite that? a while for quite a while all the dancing was penalized. And they still right. did it. Did it bother you then? I yeah, I mean, it, I guess it's annoying then to, in that perspective too. Yeah, put it this way: it's ridiculous that I hate watching football because of stuff like that. But I do right. hate watching football because of stuff like that, and I'm a lot of hate watching football because of stuff like that, and I'm a lot of stop watching football, or in my case, watch it a lot less because of stuff like that, and I'm a lot to disrespect players because I think they're stupid and unfocused because of stuff like that. You see, that's the thing. Every time somebody does something in a sport or in a business that people don't like, people keep getting told why they're wrong to not like it. And that's not the argument, because people don't like what they don't like, and people don't buy what they don't buy, and they don't watch what they don't watch, which is why all these declines in attendance and TV ratings in so many entertainment entities right now is hardly surprising because they're not paying attention to those people. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Mike in the car. Mike, ask Mark anything. Yo, what up, Martin? Maddox? What up, man? Hey, um, if you could have any wild animal as a pet, what would it be and why? Well, now, now see, that's a kind of a tough question because, like, would the animal maul me? Would it kill me? No, no, no. You would, you would have it as a young, um, and then you would grow it. Um, oh, that doesn't mean anything. They can grow up and, and just turn turn on the owner. But if you had a pig, what would it be? I, I would think I'd probably go with the bear, just because they're cute when they're tough, but then uh, when they get big, they're just... Now, could I train uh, the animal to attack my enemies? Uh, yes, if you have... Okay, any, I'd want an ocelot. Uh, a what? An ocelot. you never seen an ocelot? What's that? It's kind of like a small leopard. How big does it get? It's like it's like dog. I don't know. I've never seen one, but I think it's like the size of a of a large dog. That'd be pretty cool. I think I don't know. That's just me. Like like I googled ocelot and I said, boy, I'd like to have one of those. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Let's go to Dominic in Oakland. Dominic, ask Mark anything. Good day, Mister Madden. Right. Bread and butter pickles or dill pickles? What are bread and butter pickles? I don't even know what those are. I don't even know, but they taste good. You see, I like dill pickles. You're going to laugh. I rarely eat pickles. I never eat pickles by themselves. There's only one thing I like pickles on. Can you guess what it is? A burger seems too obvious. I I could get more specific. A Whopper from Burger King. I do not want pickles on any other burger, but I like pickles on the Whopper at Burger King. Fair enough. Let's go to uh, Scott in Mount Lebanon. Scott, ask Mark anything. Is your refrigerator running? Maybe I should go catch it, dinkweed. Let's go to Joseph and Arnold. Joseph. Yeah, what do you think your Jim Rutherford's going to do with uh, Phil Kessel? I-, I know that he's backed off shopping him 
because they just can't figure out how to replace 92 points. I think Phil will start the season with the team. Okay. Thank you for the call. Leaves the line open here on 412-333-WXDX. Let's go to Tim in the car. Tim, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Could Pittsburgh sustain an NBA team? No. Well, I mean, what do you mean by sustain? Uh, attract superstar players. No. No. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, you know, it, somebody might come here if it was a good team and they had cap room, but they don't even have a team, and you're talking about signing superstar players. I don't think there's any need for an NBA team in Pittsburgh. Do you? Right. Well, if they got one, what would you name it? The team we didn't need. It would be the Pittsburgh team we don't need. I call it the Fish That Save Pittsburgh, the Pisces. That was the name for the movie. Let's go to Brian in Greensburg. Brian. Brian, you're on the air. Good afternoon, Mark. I got a question for you. Do you own any sports or personal jerseys jerseys of any team? Yeah, I don't wear them. I have a Barry Bonds number 25 Giants jersey I wore like once to irritate people at PNC Park. I have a Roethlisberger 7 jersey I wear on TV sometimes as a show of support. Somebody gave me a really nice Heinz Ward 86 jersey, believe it or not, which needless to say, I've never worn. And I think that's probably it. Oh, and I have, from when I was a kid, I have my old favorite player Penguin jerseys, my Greg Polis jerseys. Very good. Very good. I won't buy a, I won't buy a personal player jersey anymore because they swap teams too much, but thank you for the answer. Yeah, you'd be pretty safe getting that Roethlisberger jersey there, Junior. Let's go to Squash in Oakland. Squash, real quick, ask Mark anything. Mark, uh, if Kessel wants to leave, then I want him to leave. Just bear with me That's here. just stupid. That's just stupid. But go just ahead. Bear with me here. I would very much like, he's a little old, if the price is right. He's 30. Give him a, no, give him a Russian brother. He's younger than Sid. Wait a second. What about Kovalchuk coming over here? Yeah, they're not going to do that. Thanks for the call. A Russian brother. Gino's been here like a decade. We have to, and he's never asked for a Russian to hold his hand. What, we got to give him one now? It was a great show. Congratulations to me. 105.9 X.